Hey guys, it's Dominique and I am back with another episode of the Wise Words Podcast. I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. I just realized that whenever I was creating, you know, the outline for this episode, I was like, oh my goodness, it's going to be, you know, on Mother's Day. And (laughs) of course, I have celebrated the weekend with my mom, you know, so shout out to my mom and just all the moms on Mother's Day. I have, you know, a lot of mothers and grandmothers in my life that I'm just thankful for. Um, both my grandmothers, um, my G-ma, and then, of course, my bonus mom and just, you know, just a lot of mom figures in my life that I'm just thankful for. I'm just happy, you know, that they're here. I'm happy, happy that, you know, they're in my life. And hopefully you guys have, you know, someone in your life that is your, you know, mother or mother figure or aunt or grandma or grandma or, you know, a friend that's a mother. I have friends who are mothers as well. Just show them appreciation today, you guys, because it's actually what this episode is based on, you know, it's motherhood in itself. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not speaking on what motherhood is or, you know, on that perspective, because I am not a mom. And that's, and that's actually funny because, of course, I called my nieces this morning and they're just, you know, they look cute. So they're just like, hey, TT, happy Mother's Day. <laughs> and I'm just like, thank you, you know, because, of course, they look kids. They don't understand it quite yet. But, you know, just in general, you know, how powerful a mother is in our lives, you know, how great mothers are and why we should just appreciate mothers because mothers you know just looking at it from a mental health perspective mothers have probably the hardest job in the world being a mom and just from from what I've seen with my mom and my friends who are mothers and you know just etc just all across the board it takes a lot to be a mother you know and so just kind of bringing light to that in this episode of course it's a bonus episode because y'all know how I do on holidays and so you know just trying to bring that to light and also just showing that appreciation gratitude you know of mothers and then talking about it from a spiritual perspective how important a mother is you know in our lives if you have not listened to the episode that me and my mom did a while back about you know parents and relationships with parents and I encourage you please to go listen to that um that that is a good episode to listen to to get the perspective of an actual you know mother of someone who is a mom and so yeah hopefully you guys just enjoy this episode that is dedicated to this beautiful holiday celebrating all the wonderful moms out there so let's get into it what can we say about moms right I mean they they do a lot you know first things first they give birth to kids (laughs) you know pushing a whole human being out of you I that will always be something that is just fascinating to me like I said I am not a mom and again even when I do become a mom I will probably be one of those people who is just still in kind of awe that man carried a whole you know human being inside me and then took it out you know either it got taken out or pushed it out that's just something to be you know really proud of and that's why I always give props to moms man both you know older women who have had their children their children are grown um young mothers like my friends you know who are my age and who are moms you know it's just it's one of those jobs that you never ever get all that credit for as that I feel like you should get because mothers do an extremely tough job you know you're bringing kids into this world and you're having to raise them. And if we're looking at this, you know, from a mental and a spiritual health perspective, guys, that is something that is very draining and taxing on someone because not only are you having to teach this kid, you know, right from wrong 
and you know what's what is the best thing what is not the best thing you're also having to protect them a lot of times you know mothers do things and and generally for people who are on the outside looking in they may not understand you know why are you doing this you know I know that again talking from my experience of being raised by a mother you know a lot of stuff my mom did or said or you know thought and I'm thinking to myself why <laughs> you know when I was a teenager I didn't quite understand it and same thing with like my best friends and their moms I'd be like why, why why did your mom do this or that and it took us becoming adults to realize that mom's got a lot on their plate you know a lot of the decisions and you know choices that they make don't make sense because they're looking at it from a mothering perspective and we may not you know we don't understand that all the time especially right off the bat it usually takes us time to kind of realize okay this is why you know my mom thought this way or this is why she processed that the way that she processed it and generally speaking you know also a lot of the decisions that my mom made I know was for protection it was because I was you know her daughter her only daughter at that and she wanted to protect me. She still wants to protect me. She's very protective of her kids, even though we're all grown. So, you know, that's just one of the things that we need to be kinder to mothers in taking that into consideration, guys. Mothers have tough jobs. They have to protect their kids. And I can imagine, you know, and if you're a mom, you can feel free to DM me or shoot me a message after listening to this episode, whether you're a young mom or old mom. But I can, you know, assure you that even in dealing with clients who, you know, are mothers or, you know, when I've had to do family therapy sessions for for a little bit and stuff and working with kiddos and their parents, moms especially, they they are so set on I have to keep my child safe. I have to keep my child happy and healthy. Those are the things that are the most important to them is making sure that their kids are happy and healthy, even if it means at the expense of themselves. Like if I'm putting myself online, you know, if I'm uncomfortable for a little bit, it doesn't matter because my kid is comfortable and that's all that matters. You know, mothers make that ultimate sacrifice and sacrifice shows you, you know, how much they love you, how much they love their children, how much they want to do what's best for them and have their best interest at heart. So. I say that to say to the audience, you know, listening to this episode, because I'm, of course, looking at it from the mental health of a mom, be kind to mothers, okay? Whether they are young, whether they are old, you know, be patient with them and try to look at it from their perspective, because unless you have a child, you will never know like that, the anxiety that they may feel, you know, knowing that maybe what if, what is my, what if my child is not okay? What if my child doesn't turn out to be great? What if I mess up, you know, raising my kid? There's probably so much that goes, you know, on their mind and that mental anguish can be draining, which could explain why a lot of mothers, you know, want breaks. They want, you know, time to themselves. They want vacations. And I also want to, you know, take this episode to speak against that stigma that, you know, a mother is wrong if she wants, you know, a vacation or a break. Now, granted, let me, (laughs) you know, speak from this from both perspectives. I do think that, you know, there can be an excess, you know, where a mother is always dumping kids off and stuff. Yes. You know, there, there is an excess where you got to realize, yes, they steal your kids. So still raise your kids. I'm not saying that mothers should never raise their kids or never, you know, um, you know, have to deal with them at all. No. They they need to do with their kid because you're the mom. You need to build a bond and attachment with your child. And how can you do that if you're always sending them to a grandparent's house or to, you know, for somebody else to take care of? You need to build a bond with your child. You need to be a parent. 
and take care of your kids. And in the same breath, I want to say that again, being a therapist, it is important for moms to have those breaks. So, you know, do not chastise or make moms feel bad when they feel like they want to break, especially those who are young, because what, what we see in society is that a lot of people bash young mothers, you know, typically young women like myself who have had, you know, who are my age is what I mean, you know, who are like 26 or under who have had children, they get a lot of heat. Because they're like, oh, well, you know, if you didn't want to take care of them, you shouldn't have had them. It's okay if they want to take a break, you know, like if they want a weekend to themselves to just even not to go out with friends or stuff. Because, again, you know, it is important for them to enjoy their lives, but just to sleep, you know, just to have time to themselves. We should not chastise them. We should not make them feel bad for that because it's hard being a mother, especially for those who are raising the kids on their own. You know, they don't, they're not grateful enough to have a husband or a man in the house to help with the kids. They're doing it all on their own. That can be a lot on, you know, a mother's mind, which is why a lot of, you know, mothers have depression, you know, that especially postpartum, you know, postpartum depression itself is very mentally taxing and draining on, on a mother. But even depression and just, I don't feel like I can, you know, I don't feel pretty because I've had kids, you know, or I don't feel like I'm doing the best I can by my kids. I don't feel like I'm raising them right. And, you know, things like that. There's a lot of pressure and expectations on mothers, which can also be really detrimental to their mental health because every mom wants to feel like they are the best mom. They want their kids to feel like they have a good mom and that they have done right by them. And there comes this, you know, reality that no matter how good of a parent you try to be, it's always going to be trial and error, right? And I know this because I was raised by two parents, you know, who co-parented. I didn't have both in the household all throughout my whole childhood, but even just watching them co-parent, you know, some stuff they got absolutely right. And then there was some stuff that they kind of missed the mark on. I can't fault them for that because they still did the very best that they knew how to do. And, you know, when we're looking at mothers nowadays who are raising their kids, you know, that's why I just ask you guys, we need to start being kinder to mothers, whether they're young or whether they're old. We also need to be kinder to mothers because we don't know what they could be going through. And this is speaking to mothers who have lost children. Um, yesterday, I actually watched y'all. I don't know if you, it's on my Facebook page. If you follow me on social media, but I reposted the uh, Red Table Talk with the um, Miss USA 2019 Chesley Chris her mom finally speaking out for the first time about Chesley's death, which was really, you know, healing for me because man, like, like I said, I took that death really hard. That's why I did a whole podcast episode on it. If you haven't listened to that episode, you can go to it. Um, it's the Miss USA 2019 one about Chesley. And I got to apologize because I think I was saying Chelsea sometimes in the episode where her name is pronounced Chesley, not, Ch- not Chelsea, but Chesley. A lot of people mispronounce it. I was probably mispronouncing in that episode. So if you just do it and hear that, I apologize. <laughs> like probably got to go out and like re-edit it whenever I got time. But seriously though, even speaking out, hearing that mother speak out from the perspective of grieving a child, you know, it's hard. I can imagine, you know, losing a kid. Again, I don't know this stuff firsthand because I haven't experienced it, but you know, just looking at for what other mothers have shared, um, even the pastors of my church that I attend, you know, they lost a child last year. That's hard. You know, it's hard having to grieve somebody who you gave life and then, you know, you outliving them. I, I can almost assure that that is probably a pain that a lot of people can't fathom. And we need to be kind to mothers who, you know, are like that because a lot of times people try to silver line it, you know, I can imagine that there are some people who, who would be like, you know what, well, she should be grateful that she still has, you know, other children. 
But even if she, even if you are a parent or a mother who has, you know, lost one kid, but still has others, that's still one child lost. Like you never, they don't disappear. That grief will always be there. And we need to be very kind to their, to people's minds who have experienced that, to mothers who have experienced that kind of grief. Even those who have had miscarriages, you know, there used to be this stigma that, you know, they're technically not moms because the baby never made it. No, you're still a mom. Even those who have had abortions, you're still a mom because at one point you were pregnant. You had a life in you. You know, you had that, that child that was in you, whether they was a fetus or not. And there still comes a sense of loss whenever you never get to see that kid. You never get to meet them, right? It's devastating when it's a miscarriage because most of the time, you know, it's very unexpected and it's very sudden and it's due to health issues and it can be harsh on a parent. And at the same time, you know, even with those who had abortions, we never know why they had an abortion there. Who knows what position they could have been in to have that, to have to make that choice. Maybe they were not financially stable. Maybe they didn't, you know, have support that they were going to need to bring that child into life. Maybe they were raped, you know, or so who knows? And we, we should not judge or, you know, make them feel bad or make them feel like, yeah, you were never really a mother. No, mothering comes from whenever you have the chance to conceive a child. You have the, that chance to, you know, conceive or care for however long a, a person in you, then you were a mother. And we need to extend love and kindness to all mothers of all walks of life. Mothers who still have their children, mothers who have lost a child, mothers who probably lost their only child, mothers who, you know, had a child but lost it during pregnancy, mothers who had to make the tough choice to, you know, give up. The, we have to be kind to mothers because it is a tough job being a mom. It is a tough job. And I just want to salute every mom out there, you know, keep doing what you're doing and don't forget to take care of yourself. It is okay to live for you. And this is also speaking on a mental health perspective because a lot of times, you know, a lot of moms, especially we see this more in young mothers who are voicing it now. A lot of older mothers probably don't feel this way or maybe they do, but they haven't voiced it. But we do see a lot of young mothers voicing it nowadays in societies that, you know, they feel like they lose their identity whenever they become a mom. It's no longer them. It's like them and my kid, you know. I don't really have an identity outside of my child or my kids. And I just want to encourage you from a mental health perspective that don't lose yourself in just that role of a mother. You know, mom is a role that you have. It is one of the many things you bring to life, but it's not, it's not the end all be all of you. There are plenty of other things that you, you know, bring to life. Some of you are wives, you know, that's another role that you can take pride in, but also take pride in who you are outside of those roles. Who are you, you know? Are you a person who loves to give? Are you a person who loves to create? Are you a creative? Are you a person who has dreams and aspirations? Are you a person who likes to give and likes to cater for people? It's okay to remember your identity outside of that role of mom because you were, but think about it, you were that person before you became a mom. And becoming a mom is a great accomplishment. And at the same time, don't let it be the only accomplishment. Don't let it be the only thing that sustains your character. Because of course, kids grow up. And then, you know, that's where you start to, a lot of mothers experience what we call, you know, that empty nest syndrome where, you know, all the kids are out the house and there's a little bit of loneliness that starts to set in because all the kids are grown. You know, I'm not, you're physically not taking care of them day to day anymore. Now you do have more time to focus on yourself. And when that empty nest syndrome starts to sit in, this is where a lot of women start to have that, you know, self-reflection of who am I outside of this role? Who am I outside of, 
you know, being these certain roles, you know. And that's where, you know, you do want to take that time to self-reflect and get to know yourself and be proud of who you are. Because, yes, be proud that you're a mother and also be proud of other stuff. I'm not saying don't be proud of one or the other or choose. No, be proud of all things. Just be sure to, you know, acknowledge that you are somebody outside of that role. I think that's one of the things that I'm trying to build that foundation while I'm single, while I don't have kids right now, because then that way, when I do become a mom, I can try my best to be aware of it. So I don't get lost in the whole role of mom. Like, yes, this is a very, very, very important role in my life. And at the same time, it's not the end all be all of my life. Same thing when I'm a wife, same thing, you know, when I reach a lot of milestones, like I'm still going to be Dominique at the end of the day. And I can be that with, you know, minus all the roles that I got attached to me. The thing is, you just don't want to lose your identity in a role for sure, because there's more to you. And then looking at it from a spiritual health perspective, you know, the Bible talks about how we need to honor our parents, you know, honor your father and mother, because, you know, God blesses women with the ability to carry children. Now, of course, we know if you read Genesis, when Adam and Eve sinned, yeah, we, we <laughs> unfortunately pain, you know, childbirth is painful because that that's just the price we got. We had to pay for, you know, mankind when, when Eve's in, we got to have periods, unfortunately. And we, when we give birth, it's going to be a little pain. You know, you got the contractions, you got dilate, you got all that stuff that really hurts. And it's just like, dang, why we got to go through this? Well, it's because of Eve. So thanks Eve, <laughs> you know, for, for us having to go through that. That's even more reason to honor your mothers because of all the pain and stuff that, you know, women go through with childbirth you know not just with birthing a child but even just through the pregnancy now everybody has a beautiful pregnancy I've heard some stories you know again from friends who I know that are mothers and then from other people perspective that sometimes their pregnancies was great and childbirth was a breeze and then for some people it was the opposite like it was not so great it was hard and it was you know for some even life-threatening I've you know heard before and so we always want to, you know, acknowledge the fact that God tells us to honor mothers. And what we mean by honor is don't let little stuff get in the way of honoring your mother. Even if mothers make you upset or make you mad or you don't disagree, you are still to honor them because you only get one mom in this life. Right. And for those who have mothers who have passed and, you know, and having to celebrate, you know, heavenly mothers, we also want to just be kind to them because that is another, you know, loss that. Again, I can't fathom. My mother is still here. But I will tell you that, you know, it has been really hard even me just watching my mom decline and, you know, age because as they get older, that's when health issues start to arise and stuff. And that has been something that has been a new reality for me that I'm trying to adjust to because it's tough. It's really tough for me to watch my mom you know, not be at her best health because growing up as a kid, I did see her do everything and come through a lot of stuff. And she was like a superwoman. Whereas now I'm seeing her as an adult myself and she's, you know, her age, she's getting older. So health issues are coming up. It's hard sometimes, it's really hard for me. And I just have to remind myself, you know, to be thankful for the days that I have with her and not to waste the time that she's here especially being mad or you know being upset with her now granted we human so people are gonna make us upset even mothers you know my mama get mad my grandma makes my mama mad sometimes like she gets you know she disappoints her and stuff sometimes and then vice versa you know my mom may disappoint me or may you know upset me or may do something i'd be like why you know where i don't understand and at the same time we're still going to honor each other because that's what the bible says the word of god says to honor you know your father and mother for sure, because that's just, you know, that's what he wants us to do. That is like one of the 
greatest commandments other than to love your neighbor as yourself. So, yeah, you know, we have to remember that honoring our parents is key. And that verse, if you're thinking about the verse is Matthew 19 and 19. Yeah, that's right. It says, honor your father and mother, love your neighbors as yourself. You got to honor your parents, guys. Even when, you know, they may not always be right. Always try your best to use perspective taking to understand that, okay, if they're doing something or if they're saying something, we, we, they're probably processing something way differently than we're processing it. Cause we're looking at it from a child standpoint. I know for me, I'm looking at it from the kid's standpoint, not looking at it from a parent standpoint. And how would I, right? Because I'm not a parent yet. So a lot of stuff, yes, I really do have to use that perspective perspective taking skill that I've learned in therapy like I really do have to set myself aside and look at it from a third view you know because I'm not going to understand completely yeah I'm gonna empathize but I'm not going to fully understand until I become a parent and then you know who's to say you know I'll have that light bulb moment when I become a parent I'm like I completely understand everything now I'm sure it's going to happen like I said it's going to happen and then it's going to you know revealed to me in a whole different way. But even then, until that day, I still need to honor my mother and my father. So I say this to say, you know, the word of God says to honor our mothers, honor your mothers. If you have some, you know, some problems with mom, it's a way to address it. It's a way to correct people. We got to do it with love. You know, it's a way to come to mothers, especially when we become adults, you know, to to kind of maneuver that dynamic of, okay, I'm still a child and you're still a parent, but we're both adults and I need you to be able to, you know, hear what I have to say. There's a way to do that. And we got to do that with a sort of communication and just being kind to one another. Also, you know, the Bible talks about Proverbs 31 and how, you know, the Proverbs 31 woman, everybody loves the Proverbs 31 woman. I can't wait to do the episode with, you know, Proverbs 31 woman versus the Proverbs 5 woman, I believe is what I have it titled as. But, you know, this is going to be a really good episode. But the Proverbs 31 woman, just to give a brief synopsis, you know, she is someone who is, you know, strong and she's godly and she's, you know, clothed with dignity and, you know, integrity. And this is the kind of mothers that I hope that a lot of mothers are striving to be, you know. One thing that I love about my nieces and nephews, um, mom, is that she has taught them, you know, the presence of God. Like she let them be exposed to church and praying for people and being kind to people. And so my nieces, you know, there have been times where I've just seen them pray for one another. They pray for me. I remember my niece prayed for me over the phone one time and I called them, you know, and I told them I was sick. And the fact that you know, their mother was able to, and, and my brother, of course, you know, their father, but just the fact that she exposed them to that and cultivated it enough to where it has stuck with them. I truly, truly commend and appreciate her for that. And I really hope that a lot of mothers are doing that because that's what God intends. God wants you as a mother to cultivate and bring your child up, you know, in that right godliness, you know, in that godliness of praying for people and being kind to people and loving people, you know, and yeah, like that's what God intended for. So, I mean, it does break my heart when I see a lot of mothers who are not cultivating their kids in a, in a healthy way, or from what I can see from my, from my view, you know, you never know the whole story, but for those that do know the whole story, you see like, man, they bring their kids up that way. It's truly heartbreaking because what you doing right now with your kids. And I try to say this to, you know, her and my brothers all the time, like, what you doing right now as kids is he's going to make or break them. And that's a scary thing, you know, to know that whatever I do right now as a kid, it's either going to make them a healthy adult. Or it's going to make them a successful adult, or it could completely skew their view on everything. It could, it could give them a negative view of relationship. It can give them a positive view. Just the little stuff that I do, you know, 
from the words that I say to the way that I say it to the actions, all of it is shaping who my kid is going to be as an adult. That's a lot of pressure. That's why I just say, be kind to mothers, pray for mothers is my final point. You know, the Lord says, you know, that the Proverbs 31 woman, she is clothed with strength and dignity. You know, she can laugh at the days to come. We got to pray the strength of mothers for sure. Like we need to pray for any moms that, you know, I pray for my mom every day, pray for my friends who are mothers. I pray for, you know, my, um, my, uh, aunts and my grandmothers, you know, and I pray, I pray for anybody that's a mother because it's a tough job. I pray for myself, even though I'm not a mother for when I do become a mother, you know, praying for my strength, you know, insanity in that time, because it's not an easy job. It's not an easy job. It's probably the toughest job in the world. You know, can you imagine being a mom, having a career, having dreams and aspirations for yourself and still having to protect and provide for little ones, you know, little humans that you brought into this world that you literally watch grow from day literal one and just watching them grow and watching them get hurt, you know, but then, you know, also watching them pick themselves back up. There is no, you know, there's probably no account to what emotional roller coasters mothers go through every day watching their kids grow. So I say all of this to say with this episode, thank a mother today, be kind to a mother today and pray for mothers all the time and honor and do what Matthew 19 and 19 says and honor the mothers that you have, honor the mothers that you know today, honor them in some way, shape or form, especially your own, because for one, we only get one. So be thankful for the one that you got cultivating, you know, mend that relationship as much as you can. And don't take for granted the time that we have, the blessing that we have of just to be able to have a mother. Okay, guys, that's it for this holiday episode. Like I said, you know, happy Mother's Day to everyone who is listening, especially if you're a mother. I wish that you have a great day today, that you enjoy it, that you rest, that you get everything that you want, (laughs) that you get gift cards, that you get gifts, money, that you get time alone, you know, they give you a break, take your kids for a little bit and bring them back to you once you rest it. I truly hope that, you know, all the moms have a wonderful, wonderful Mother's Day. I also hope that you take care of yourselves from the days to come, you know, remember that you are strong and that you, you know, are awesome, especially in God's eye. God loves mothers, you know, God you know, gave us the ability to be mothers. And so hopefully you never take for granted the gift of motherhood, the gift of just being able to say, yes, I am a mom. You know, I'm able to raise this kid and bring this kid into this world. And so, yeah, just shout out to all moms. Hope you have a great day today. Don't forget to share this podcast, guys, and give it a five star rating. And also don't forget to leave any comments or reviews that you want, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Just shoot me a message on whatever social media platforms you may follow me on. But until next time, you guys enjoy this Mother's Day. You know, barbecue, go (laughs) take your mom out to eat, take them to a steakhouse or something like that. Give them a nice little gift, give them a gift card. And until next time, God bless and everybody have a great week.